What's up, guys and gals, fellow whiskey sippers? This is Whiskey Biz Podcast, and here are your hosts, Rob and Devo. So, Rob, it's just you and I, but I did have a question for you. Um, is it about Victor? It is not, but okay. Victor would probably enjoy this question, too, just okay. because of... Uh, I, 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 anyways, um, does it make me gay that I in, I do like to pet my dog who is also male and uh let him kiss me and even sometimes if i'm laying on the ground he comes over and we kind of like cuddle is that weird (laughs) your dog's not of age yet so i think there are other concerns that would be included in that um if you were really to take it literally i mean i'm not a big fan of dogs licking me Uh uh-huh but it's I, like I, it gets to a certain. I won't let him lick my face or anything like that. It's more of just like he gives me kisses, and I don't mind it in terms of like he kisses my hand or my knee or something like that. I think, I think for dogs, it's slightly different than for if, humans. It, yeah, because like, like if you were... <laughs> yeah, because so, when they lick, I think it gives off like it gives them. Isn't there like some sort of chemical, not chemical I did reaction, see something like that? Yeah, but yeah. It, it changes like it relaxes them so it gives yeah, them exactly their it's sense really, it's of like love and comfort yeah. yeah it comforts them mellows them down uh, i believe uh right. if you're a fucking veterinarian or a zoologist or something and you have a better which if you are i'd love to hear from you because it, that's pretty intriguing that's a zoology yeah it is right zoology yeah, it would, it would be zoology. yeah. okay uh, so, yeah, let us know because we'd love to hear more from you uh, about animals in general, uh, like why monkeys throw their shit at people and like why that's funny and why llamas spit at people. Like, I, I yeah. Um, yeah, I was just asking. I would say I no, like... no. <laughs> okay. I mean, I... you were, your Twitter page for a while was filled with very interesting <laughs> stuff, see, which that's that's why I said that Victor would probably like the question or go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. And now you're talking about rabbits, so you know who the fuck knows. <laughs> but no, I would say on surface level, no. Okay, okay. Because I figured it was gay if I like if you and I like if I pet you or something like that. That would be a little weird. Like in a non-joking way, yes, yes, <laughs> that would be weird. Um, to get but like I'm... a reaction out of someone, I, I mean, it's still a little weird, but it's acceptable. It's acceptable weird. Yeah, I was I was just thinking about it the other day when I was like petting mongo and i was just like like you're, you're kind of my best friend or like a best friend type of thing but you're also a dude and then you know you're <laughs> you're also an animal so i don't know if this is weird or not <laughs> yeah i think i think there is there is room for discussion on like best friend uh-huh. like what that means and how that like i i can't i i struggle with people that say that their dogs are their kids. Uh-huh. Now I understand there's there's the group of people that are like, oh, you know, I couldn't have kids. They're the closest thing I could have. You didn't have them either. You purchased mm-hmm. them. So if anything, right. they're your fucking slave. <laughs> right. <laughs> that you feed, which you, you'd have to do that too because, you know, and, and they're like your release because you can yell at them for doing stuff that you don't want them to do. But you mm-hmm. chose you chose them and you chose to pay for them. So yeah. there's there's a it's it's a very interesting concept. 
And we also, in essence, cage our dogs, even though people are going to argue they aren't caged. They're stuck in a house in a backyard. Mm-hmm. Animals are meant to be running free. Like, you know, we, I, I think it's very, it's, we could hop down this on a fucking rabbit hole through uh, our whiskey talk, but quick thing, everybody bitches about chickens that are caged, but they have no problem having a bunch of cats stuck in their house or, you know, right. fucking dogs in their house. Like, where do, where's the line drawn? There's a bunch of hypocrisy. They only like it when people do, when it doesn't fit their view of it. Right. They don't look at it in another way. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah. They're the pets are essentially prisoners that end up getting Stockholm syndrome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, I mean, chickens are caged, but they're, I mean, they're, they're in bad places, but then like cows, like, Oh, cows don't move a whole lot. So, you know, if you shrink down their, their area to live, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. And then you have the argument, well, they're stuck in a cage, but they always have food mm-hmm. compared to like they're That's out in the wilderness and they run out of food or the grass is all eaten. And if you want to save the cows, eat the fucking grass, people. Eat the fucking grass. Who wants to eat grass? Not me. I've had those fucking grass. I tried a grass shot at fucking Jamba Juice once. Never again. That shit is fucking hideous. Was it on a dare? No, I was just like, fuck, they say like it's so good for you. No, fuck that. I don't care how good it is, which it probably is because it tastes like absolute shit. Well, look so, at how big and strong uh, cows get and that's all they eat. It, it's a valid point, but cow tastes a hell of a lot better than grass. So why don't we <laughs> let them eat the fucking grass and we'll eat the fucking cows? That's my stance on it. Oh, that's my new way of saying that uh, I... I had my vegetables or I've had my greens. Maybe we should start it. Just red meat. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we should start a shirt uh, that says save the cows and, and chickens eat cornmeal and grass. Like, there you go. Like, fuck. But then these people don't want to, right? They're like, Oh, that's not healthy for you. Well, the chickens offending. Oh, for sure. Too offensive. Before I'm going down rabbit holes galore right now, but I saw a video today and it was, or yes, I don't know, Saturday, fucking half of a week ago. And it said, uh, apparently, I think it was a joke and they like spliced two videos together, but it was this lady freaking out at this guy and saying like, oh, you can't wear that. And the and then it pans to a shirt and they were selling the shirt, I believe. So it mm-hmm. probably was like an advertisement, but it said, so you, you believe in pronouns? Uh, so do oh, I yeah. let me, she, them titties. <laughs> and I just about lost my shit. Like I do remember seeing that video too. come through my 40 page. Yeah. My mom wears all sorts of like, she wouldn't wear that because she doesn't want to see a woman's boobs, but right. she, um, she wears like uh make grammar popular again or things like that or like like she'll wear like grammar shirts because people don't know how to use words and no, then, I'm still trying to figure out semicolons so yeah but at least you can get your apostrophe right and you your your and your right you yeah wait no they're just two yours it's not even that fucking hard it's not there there and there i mean come on 
Let's just, I get it. You make a mistake every once in a while, whatever. Just expect to get called out. But especially when people are like commenting on shit and they're like correcting people and then they fuck up. I think it's the mm-hmm. funniest fucking it's thing. It's hilarious. Especially because when, when I go to comments, go. Yep. Yep. Because when I go to correct someone in social media, I make sure my everything is all the I's are dotted, T's are crossed, and fucking apostrophes are in there in the appropriate places because I don't need someone to go on a rampage about what I just corrected. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, speaking of <laughs> speaking of corn, because we brought up corn and chickens, so bourbon. Made with corn, I believe. Made with corn. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. According to Victor, well, you guys probably haven't heard this one unless you're a patron. Um, we, how do I know? Because, you know, you can only, uh, if you can't trust media, how can you trust media? <laughs> um, or the internet, the interweb, the, the Google. Um, but corn and bourbon, we are tasting it today. We may We're or may tasting. not taste the corn. We're tasting the bourbon. Yeah, we're, we're tasting the bourbon that has uh, seen, what is it? It's probably uh, traveled more than we have. Yeah, definitely. So if you haven't definitely. caught on, it is Diva. Jefferson's Ocean, aged at sea. Uh, this one is the Voyage 24. Yes. We got a really good deal on this one. That's why, that's part, part of the reason we're doing it. I've had it before. Um Batches aren't completely going to be the same. They have their tropics. Yeah, I think the is, tropics is the one. New one. I almost asked you if you wanted to try that, and almost yeah, picked so it up was, when it was at my Costco. I, I think they just changed the climate, um, right? Where the ship went, but it, I'll give them credit. It's it's creative. The idea behind it is when a when whiskey sits in a barrel, it stays in the same part of the barrel the whole time. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, um, if you're trying to make let's say you're trying to make simple syrup right and you stir the you stir the the water to get the sugar to dissolve more right more quickly Mm -hmm. well don't stir it right that's kind of like i think the whole mindset behind it you're just keeping it stagnant so really only probably 80 per 80 85 percent of the barrel sees like is used Right. There's there's a portion of the barrel that no whiskey touches mm-hmm. after it's after it's sat, right? Sat, this one's sat. at least like sloshing around and exactly. stuff like that while it's on on the ship. Now the trickiest part is these bottles run eighty upwards. I think now I think the I think I saw one recently upwards of hundred and ten. So it, it ranges in that range. In terms of price? Yes. Okay. Now, is it worth it? And that's, I think, the biggest thing about this bottle. Is is it worth it? It's cool. I mean, or, yeah. the, you can look up the voyages and see where it traveled. There, There's a lot of... Uh, it, it's, it's pretty cool. And then it shows, like, the temperatures. Um, like this one... The average temperature was 93.82 degrees and a maximum of 124 and a half. That's warm. That's very hot. Now, it is in a metal container in the middle of the ocean with the sun beating the fuck out of the ship. Like I'm pretty sure it's not in like a climate controlled, which 
I don't know if you knew this, but some of the newer rick houses are climate controlled. I did not know that. Yeah, so they actually can I, control the climate and humidity in there. I guess that would make sense as to how they can produce um, like small batch after small batch every year. And it tastes pretty much the same. We use the same mash bill. When you when you're over four years, yeah, you have but to if assume you're the same climate. You know, year round. Yeah, but yeah, it'll make it easier for sure. But if you think about it, like when you use four years, usually it's like one in four years is fucked up, and then the other three years are pretty much the same. So I, I mean, it depends, mm-hmm. and that's why a lot of distilleries are also. Uh, removing the age statement so that they can kind of taste it along the way and figure out what comes the closest. Which fucking kudos to whoever does that because goddamn, that's got to be tough. Like, oh, it's the same. Uh, okay, cool. That's it, I yeah, kudos <laughs> to them. But cool bottle, cool idea. I I I do like the idea. It has a nice wooden top. It's a very classy looking bottle. Mhm. Only thing that's not really classy is the fucking neck band. I feel like yeah. they could do away with it. But I mean, at least it's uh, showing because it says Voyage 24 on it. So, yeah. At least, like, it kind that's of. That's fair. If they're trying to be a little nautical. Keep track. Yeah. And it's like, it's like water going into horizon with the coloring. It just doesn't look classy. Mm-hmm. That's my only complaint about it. But. It's a blend of straight bourbon whiskeys, and it's a very small batch. So, uh, as you may or may not know, Jefferson's doesn't make their own whiskey. Um, they Jefferson's is actually master blenders. Oh, you've had a fair share of this, Steve-O. Yeah. Um, remember you got to buy I more whiskey, you my... man. You, you, you bounce into, uh, into the good bottles quick now. Yeah. Um, my local Costco finally had uh Knob Creek and they were selling it at forty two for the the handle. Yeah, it's on sale right now for eight bucks off. Is that what you're crazy? Like Oh shit, that would have been a good I, I went to Sater Brothers after that. And I was like, Oh no. Um forty something for uh seven fifty and I was like, Oh Yeah, it's expensive. Oh. <laughs> Very squeaky. Let's see. Let's try it again. Let me see if I can. It's kind of like a hot dog down a hallway now. Well, it was a little mm, better. Not bad. Yeah. Not terrible. It's not a great shape bottle. None of their bottles are really a good shape for a good pop. Kind of reminded me, the sound of it at least, kind of reminded me of uh, what you would possibly hear on like a pirate ship when they're going through like rum bottles and stuff. Oh. At least what they depict in like the movies and on Black Sails. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, is that a new uh, whiskey I've had this one. It's, I've had this one. I just tend to use, if it's Victor and me, I tend to use the same type of glass. I think this is more of a uh, tasting glass. Because you're actually only supposed to go to the high point, and this high point's a lot lower. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't, or the wide point, not the high point. Yeah, it would be the wide point. I it's guess. actually an old Rip Van Winkle glass. It so, smells good. It does. Um, clean, like as weird as it sounds, clean. Like it, you can still smell the bourbon, but it's not like any of the harsh tones coming through. It's no. ninety proof, so it's not going to be like butchering yeah. your nose. But 
It, so um, just I mentioned eighty to a hundred. This one's going to be like an eighty to a ninety dollar bottle, the equivalent of right. I think this one what was it around like sixty five. We paid forty for it. Forty. Okay. Yeah, Costco is like closing them out, so I grabbed a few for everybody, or one. I grabbed a few, one for everybody. There we go. That's what mm-hmm. I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. It does. I'm getting a little cherry. And I, I mean, it, it could just be suggestive off of the fact that uh, it was at sea, but I, I get like a little bit of like, um, like if you're at the beach, like yeah, like a, uh, when you're at the beach and you, you, you can smell the breeze of the ocean. I don't, I don't know how to, how to. Yeah, it's like, almost explain. like, like the, it's not almost like a not a musk, but almost like a, a muskiness. Mm-hmm. Not musk in but, terms of... But it's salt. Of, salt yeah. like a, more of like a salt on the nose, which I don't okay. know. Okay. So maybe like a salted caramel. Yes. I think it would be closer to that. I can see that. It does... I mean, it smells good. The color... I don't know how long this was aged. Uh, I'm going to guess probably around f- right between four and five years. But it's got a good color for that age. Um, for being 90 proof. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely. Did you see an age on there? I didn't see. No, I didn't I was see looking. an age on there. Um, I'd say that it's along the lines of um, bullet bourbon in terms of color. Maybe even like the single barrel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So it's interesting on the palate. Have you tried your sip? I did. Um, pretty smooth. Yeah, it's very smooth, but it has like a, it's almost like a cracked pepper anise that kind of like it peaks and then all the other stuff's kind of just laying there mellow. Mm-hmm. You yeah, can yeah, taste yeah. everything. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. Cause usually it like kind of blends all together, but it's like, it's almost like in one portion of my tongue, I'm getting this very strong feeling of spice. And then the rest of the palate's like just a kind of a nice mellow, a nice mellow bourbon flavor. Kind of, it almost has a corn flavor. Where I was joking about that earlier, but kind of like a corn sweet. It does have more of a corn sweet than a caramel. Like I know we were talking yeah. about like salted caramel on the nose, um, but that that like scent that you get off of like an ocean breeze does not come through on the palate, which is actually quite nice. Um, there's enough of a burn of, from the 90 proof, I think. Yeah. Obviously it's not overpowering because I said it was smooth earlier. So it definitely is on the smoother side. Um, I don't know. I, it, the last bottle that we tried of this, I can't remember what voyage it was. It's like voyage 18. Yeah, it was, it was a while it was a ago. back. Yeah. Um and I remembered that one being a little bit more um like oceany coming through. Okay. I remembered it drinking a little more scotchy. Okay. Yeah. That's how I, I felt about it. Um this one I do get that like mild uh oiliness that I I love to use that word. I don't know if everybody gets that from scotch. But I get a little bit at the beginning, but it quickly dissipates, and it goes straight into like that, 
bourbon kind of this is really what i kind of expect out of a good lower proof bourbon mm-hmm. um just a nice clean feel you get enough spice for the proof you get a decent amount of flavor yeah i think if you're looking for a lot of flavor this isn't necessarily going to be your sipper no but this you is could kill a bottle of this you can and we and Victor could attest to it. He yeah. finished it in two nights. So, <laughs> yes, he did by himself. By himself. By himself. <laughs> he was on vacation. Asked us if he should kill it, um, like midway through the second night, and we were like, um, "It's I like mean- midday." <laughs> it was like two p.m. I was trying to give him credit, dude. <laughs> no, no, there, no. People need to understand, like, it was, it was, yeah. I don't know. I could definitely see killing this, but. What was so funny, though, is that he was like, uh, it's kind of mid, mid for him. Yeah, he wasn't in love with it. I think the more you drink of this, like, if you had, if you're on, like, your fourth glass, you're not going to taste this anymore. Mm -mm. It's going to kind of just. No. The flavor's um, just going to go away. I would say this one, I, I would probably save this one as like to top off the night. Does that make, is that the right saying that I'm trying to put out? Like it's a good whiskey to end on. I think it's a good nightcap. Yeah. Um, it It's nice because like you said on the nose, the palate comes through pretty clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely does. Not not overly and, bitey, but it has enough to say like, "Hey, it's still a whiskey." Um, like and then this, it's ninety proof, so it's not gonna put you overboard unless you do have a lot. It's this is the whiskey that I imagine you like sitting on like a fancy ass couch in front of a fancy ass fireplace reading a fucking book about uh, nautical stuff. <laughs> It, possibly <laughs> or you're like in your captain's quarters on your big ass ship you're wearing, you're, a, just, you're wearing like a, what is it not cashmere but like a robe oh yeah and it has <laughs> to be blue out of a pipe it has to be blue <laughs> or white there's only acceptable colors yeah um i do i i agree with you on that <laughs> i'm actually pleasantly surprised about this i don't remember so it's interesting because the last one that I had, that we had, well, I, I had it, but you had tried. I don't remember being overly impressed by it. Um, no, but you enjoyed the story was, behind it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, and that was early on. That was my first bottle that was over 80 bucks. Yeah. It was the very first bottle over $80 that I had. And... I so that was that was before we really got into like the high proof bourbons and started getting into that where that was like our favorite. I didn't love it back then. So now maybe my palate's changed. Maybe it wasn't a great batch. I don't know. But this one is very enjoyable. Definitely is. Um and I'll I'll go ahead and jump into my review slash ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I'm going to give this a four mostly off of drinkability. Um, like it's 
uh, I wouldn't say it's like an easy sipper, but it's definitely one that for at least this voyage can fit a lot of different palettes. And it fits mine. It's not one mm-hmm. that I would say, I mean, I've had a few sips of this already, by the way, I, by you pointing out like, oh, you've already <laughs> drinking quite yeah, a bit of that like Devo. At least half gone. Yeah. Um, so like I have enjoyed it, but it's not, uh, I'll, I'll put it, put it out there now. It's not Devo pour approved. Um, Interesting. I feel like you could easily drink this while playing video games with the Devo pour. I could, but I wouldn't want to. Okay. If that makes sense. So is it because of the price? Price. And then also like, um, I guess I'm just thinking of, like this is one where I would rather just have the one and be done type of thing. Okay. Um, price wise, I mean, we got a killer deal on it, uh, but normally eighty, I would, I would say that it's, it's still a four. Okay. I wouldn't. You don't say think it's, it's like out of the ballpark? No. Okay. No. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna mix it though not going to try it with a, a cocktail so yeah i could agree with that yeah no I, I i i agree what would you pay up to i'd probably pay up to 90 okay if it was something where like i saw somewhere like oh this voyage it, especially for this one i'd probably pay up to 90 because it is very enjoyable fair and i fair. and it's very shareable yes Yes. Now, are you are you getting this because you're like, I want it on my shelf to sip? Are you getting it because you think it would be a good one to share with others? More to or is it a good story? One to, uh, so the or story, kind of I, I will the say, three. the story is definitely nice to have as like the 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 background of why of like why to get it. Yes. Um. Because this one, it said like it went to the Atlantic, Caribbeans, and uh, I can't remember where the South Africa. Um, so it, it's been uh, across a, a lot of different areas, which makes it pretty nice, uh, novelty esque, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm getting it more for. Uh, being able to share rather than me just strictly enjoy. I would okay. like to enjoy it with others. That's fair. I could agree with that. Now I'm I'm curious because you know how there's like I think it's 20 miles offshore. You get you're in international waters, and mm-hmm. it went to the Caribbean, Caribbean, whatever you want to okay. call it. How how is it still bourbon? Oh, because it wasn't, well, is it because it was essentially made in the U.S., but, and still put in, uh, new American, new American, American oak, yeah. charred new American oak barrels? Mm-hmm. Could be. I don't, I think it, it definitely found a gray area. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there might be the argument that the ship originated in the U.S., and it's a U.S. ship. So it's still U.S. ground, 
I, I, yeah. So just like w- like when you go on a cruise ship, the cruise ship originates outside of the U.S. because they can avoid U.S. taxes. Yeah, that's why a lot of uh, cruises so, go out of Mexico or or come into or port go to from Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I, I that's the only curiosity I have there, and I probably should research it a little more. I should have before we did this, but because we're so last minute on decision making, we decided uh, about <laughs> ten minutes before we started recording that we we're going to do this. But. All in all, I think it, I think it's a very enjoyable sipper. I always struggled with the price point because it is a more expensive bourbon. I'm going to say that this is better than some of the quote uh, like premium whiskeys like Kentucky Owl mm-hmm. and Garrison Brothers just purely on price, right? Because Garrison Brothers is like seventy dollars for their small batch. So very on in tune with this. And Kentucky Owl, outside of their Wiseman, I think that comes in at like $40, but it's not technically... It's a Kentucky Owl product, but it's not the Kentucky Owl brand. Um, Because what we got the confiscated for 90 and I think this, this is better than that. I'm going to give it a 4.25. Okay. It doesn't quite hit everything that I want, but I think there's a very good place for this on the liquor show. Mm-hmm. I think there will be a night. I'm like, oh, that actually sounds good. I just want something nice. Gives me the flavors. Doesn't overdo it. You know, you had a good week or a good day and you're like, I just want to end it good. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and you're not trying to like punish yourself or anything. Yeah, like <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm impressed by it. I think I'm not going to say I personally think it's worth the price tag because it drinks like a high quality whiskey. Right. It is a steep price point. So if you're like, ah, should I get it? You're you you really have eighty dollars for bourbon for the week. And you're like struggling. Do I buy it? Do I not? You know, maybe just buy your go tos and ask for it for Christmas or something, you know, your yeah, kids could a, buy it for you since point. your kids don't buy gifts. Your, your, your significant other does or ex significant other, whatever they may be, or your parents buy it for them, for you. Who the fuck knows? But your kids aren't purchasing it anyway, so they can buy you a bottle of bourbon. Yeah. That's so funny to, that you say it like that. Cause, um, for my father-in-law and I think I've said this before, actually for my father-in-law and my brother-in-law, um, we don't ask like what they want. It's just, we go pick up each other, like a bottle of, of whiskey or a, a bourbon or whatever sense. they're, they're drinking for, um, their birthday or Christmas. So that makes sense. I mean, it's, it's hard to buy parents gifts anyway, because if you mm-hmm. ask them as their kid, they say, oh, they're like, no, we oh, don't we don't need anything. anything. Don't worry about it. So it's not even worth it fucking asking because, you know. And you just the, end up getting them a gift card to their favorite uh, restaurant and then they don't even use it. So I, I try and get creative, but I'm not always the best. I tend to buy my parents technology. Uh-huh. So like I bought them like sound bars. I bought them computers, tablets, things like that. Uh, not Not like 
computer, not like your work computer. Like a, it was a Chromebook for my mom because she she kept like bringing her work computer home just to check emails. And I'm like, oh, you don't need to bring your work computer. Just use a Chromebook. It's simple, mm-hmm. easy, you know. Um, But yeah, it's tough. I also bought my, I got my stepdad. I buy him whiskey a decent amount if I find a bottle that he'd really want. But half the time when I find a bottle he'd want, I'm not going to like, I struggle with people that are like, oh yeah, I already bought their gift in fucking June for Christmas. And you're like, fuck, just give it to them now for fuck's sake. Like it, it I, I struggle with that. Like I, I can't purchase gifts that far in advance. I can I just have see them myself sitting somewhere. doing that in the future. But I get it for kids. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It, for Noah, like I can I can see me doing that. Ariana, on the other hand, uh, she would just give it to him. <laughs> so, yeah, but I I think it's it's a great gift. I think it's a very good gift if you know you have a father in law that drinks or a friend that drinks and you want to buy him a nice gift. This is a very good gift. Um, again, great story. It's a classy looking bottle. They did a good job with their bottles. Um, I have no problem paying up to 90 for it, but it's going to be a bottle that sits on my shelf for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, to kind of go back to what you were saying in terms of me being halfway through the bottle, we've had this bottle and we've been sitting on it for we've had it for three a while. months, probably maybe four. Yeah, and it's been a while. Uh, just to say, like it, it's been sitting on my shelf too. It's it's not like I constantly go yeah. after it. Yeah, it, it it's an enjoyable whiskey, not quite like our go tos, mm-hmm. but it's not a disappointing whiskey in any way. Right. Um, like you said, no mixing. This this would be a, a waste in a mix. Yeah. Because it's it like it's val like it's pros or like the good things about it would be taken away by mixing it, even in like an old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Um otherwise, I think that's it. <laughs> so my my takeaway is if if you're c- contemplating buying it. And it's not going to make you late for a bill or unable to pay your bills or give your kids lunch money or something. I don't know. I'd buy it. I think it's worth trying one time at least. At least. Yeah, definitely. It does have a very unique flavor. I did get some of like that saltiness, a slight saltiness that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, not a ton. It's very mellow. But it kind of comes through in the palate. It, it's just nice. I think I think it's worth trying once. And maybe if you don't want to buy a bottle, it's not that hard to find. So if you have a pretty good whiskey bar, they should have it. Yeah. Try it there. I have I have seen Ocean on a few shelves for I have, restaurants I have slash well. uh, whiskey bars. Now you're probably looking at like a $25, $30 pour though. True. At that price point. Yeah. Because I think the state had it at that price. And I was like, Sounds no, I, about can, right. I, I, can, I can get the bottle instead. <laughs> yeah, I think... I'll be able to find it. <laughs> I don't think there are many people that I'd be like, they wouldn't enjoy this bottle. 
True. And, and so I, think I think that's it's why worth I it. put it the way that I did too. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's, it is a little quirky, but like I said, it, it come that gives it a little bit of a story, right? Which is cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so, well, talking about traveling to countries, I happened down a f- another fucking rabbit hole because TikTok does this shit to you. Tartaria or Tartary, the Tartarians. Tartary and Tartarians. It's a horrible fucking name. Tartary. Um, Sounds like they originated. That's where we got tartar sauce. Definitely could be. Uh, (laughs) But from my understanding, too, I'm pretty sure, which uh, you as listeners, you can definitely correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that also in Game of Thrones? Yes, I believe so. (laughs) I no, it wasn't. It was it was very similar. I don't think it was the same exact name. No, I think you're right because it was a tart. Well, no, because I thought it was Tartarian, like the Tartarians, the um, where uh, Queen of the Dragons came from. At least, like like I said, I I could be wrong with that. But when you first sent that that video, it's Targaryens. Targaryen. Okay. Yeah. So it is interesting. They have a very fucking similar name, right? Right. So right, right. there's this there's this very strong feeling that in the I think it was the 18th or 19th century that there was a so not too long ago. No, I mean in, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't long ago at all, right? <laughs> like for us, it's like Jesus Christ, that was years ago. That was before fucking carriages, you know, all that shit. So this, I mean, maybe there were carriages. I don't know. No, there had to have been, right? Because there, yeah, there was at least carriages. Yeah. Oregon and, Trail. You had carriages, yeah. so you're good. But like this was before the even semi modern era. So there's this region, and apparently there are maps with this, and it's basically on the northern portion of like it, it covered like northeastern Europe and northern Asia. Asia. It was yeah. a very large portion. Now it had the shitty portion because it was it was very uh cold, right? This right. is like where you would a lot of this is what you would consider modern day Russia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So apparently it was a very powerful, very intelligent country. And the the other weird thing is they had like Chinese Tartary, but it wasn't China. Did you hear about that? Did you read hear um, well, even just from the, the pictures that were shown in that video, I was like, uh, this also looks like Middle Eastern um, yeah. type of temples and whatnot. Um, and then I also, like, as I was watching, I was like, uh, oh, crap. Now I'm, uh, the ones in Mexico. Um, Aztecs? Yes. Yeah, the people <laughs> looked very Aztec. <laughs> yeah, if you saw like the ruler pictures yeah like, but i think they're all fucking made up because over. <laughs> because in our history i have never like i've taken history courses i've taken world history i've taken all sorts of shit never heard of this area called tartary tartary or tartary. the tartarians yeah never heard of yeah. these people 
Thank but you, apparently... TikTok, for fucking sending me down a fucking rabbit hole, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and apparently um, they were wiped out. Tartarians were wiped out due to a massive mud flood. Yes. Now, the interesting thing, because I hopped down many different videos, now they all kind of run together, so I only sent you one. Mm-hmm. But they were destroyed by this flood of mud, right? And apparently in the regions that this existed, they claim that geologists agree that there was some sort of major flood in the last three to four, 300 years or so Mm -hmm. due to like the sedimentary or like the, the, what was on the ground, right? Like, how the ground was the layers and yeah. So there is proof that that theory isn't like completely ludicrous. Now, was it that country? Our history does not teach that, right? So not at all. <laughs> but there, there are a lot of things that are they're a little twisted, right? Um, it's not always. It, it, it's just like the media now, right? where everybody has their own little bit of bias. So U.S. world history is going to be different than German world history, than Chinese. Well, China probably controls everything they can see and makes them seem like everyone else sucks, and China's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yet those in poverty are like, yeah, China kind of sucks too. Like 90% (laughs) of their fucking population is like, yeah, this isn't all that it's cracked out to be. They're sitting there with like eight different uh, or eight people in a single bedroom um, apartment. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, I just think it's so interesting. Like, could there have been this other? But here's the thing that I struggle with. Why would we hide it from history? So a lot of people would end up saying, especially conspiracy theorists who are saying, especially those that uh, believe in flat earth, um, say that they're, they're, the government is hiding it to continue to control us. So the reason that they hide st- certain parts in history is to keep a certain narrative um, against us so that we don't think for ourselves we don't know the past and everything like that but like it's all about control that's what let, uh, let's say a that, lot of people say let's say that I, I they told us the truth like i don't know if leaving this out of history is is like mind change like oh my god i my world's changed like to me it's more like it's interesting like were they hiding another... the chance that we could be flooded and everybody die and our our whole like well, did and everyone that's fucking comments. die? That's a big ass fucking mud flood. <laughs> yeah, um, and that was one of the something along those lines. Uh, one of the comments was in from that video uh, was like, "Okay, this sounds too much like Noah." And Noah's Ark oh, no, and everything, the arc, yeah. Um, which geologists have stated that there was a massive flood. Um, 
So, I, I mean, it's definitely interesting to think about. It, it, I agree with you that it is weird that we know nothing about it until we watch TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> so. like, and it just doesn't seem like unless we hated that country. But then we'd find out from like, you know, we can technically see news from UK from like there's be a little bit. No one to talks about it down over there, but yeah, a little bit, but Cause it's not local. Agreed. But you can see it online, right? Mm-hmm. That, like if yeah, you read yeah. the paper now, you, 90, uh, well, anyone under the age of 50 probably reads it on their phone as opposed to a, a hard copy of the paper. Right. Like hard copies are the thing of, of thing of the past now. Right now, I you just I buy still a, get a newspaper. That's funny. Do you really? That is. Yeah. Do you read it's, it? It's more local. Uh, yeah. From time to time, I'll I'll actually read um, some of the stuff that's going on in my neighborhood, in my neck of the woods. As, Wait. So uh, is Al it Sharpton like you used to say? Is it like the like the new like the L.A. Times? But like, no, no. It, it's it's definitely a local paper. Like, do you pay for it? I don't. Think so. I've never gotten okay. a bill for it. Well, I'm I'm saying like newspaper that you'd pay for, right? Gotcha, like, gotcha. I forget what the New York paper Times in, or in LA our... Times or uh, I think it was uh, something Bulletin, Daily Bulletin. There yeah. you go. Thank you. I couldn't remember. That was like our local newspaper that disappeared off the face of the earth. I don't. <laughs> I don't think they're around. Anymore. I'm pretty sure it's online. <laughs> but... Yeah, if even people pay for it, right? Like I, I don't. Yeah, but it's, I don't know what to think. It's it's an interesting thing. If you want to hop down an interesting rabbit hole, just look up Tartary, T-A-R-T-A-R-Y. Uh, right? You forgot an O somewhere. Tartar. Hmm, Tartary. maybe I'm wrong. Tartary. And, and the other interesting thing, oh, uh, Tartarian Empire comes up for sure, and then it shows uh, conspiracy theory. <laughs> Tartaria. Oh, so they're saying it was a blanket term used in Western European literature and cartography. That's interesting. Kind of still brings up like Aztecs and or like the Aztec feel, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's, and two, it's like who the fuck. Who the fuck knows? Back in that time, everything was newspapers and you had to get it from somewhere. So like, it's not like you were like, how much news did you know about like Africa? Right. I mean, there wasn't like a ton of, it was all written history, right? It was, there wasn't, it wasn't even like Morse code. Right. And what I was going to say for like what we had learned um in school about africa it was mostly about like just the trade routes it wasn't yes. going in depth on any on anything which i mean at the young age or uh being in like the fourth grade and stuff like that you don't your East mind india can't. trading company that was about all we got yeah but it, i mean it makes sense in terms of like we weren't old enough to fully understand those things but at least that we got our toes wet so to speak yes but yeah uh, after i put in tartary what did i put in 
in Google, I put in uh, Tartarian Empire. Uh, it just brought up a whole bunch of conspiracy theory uh, stuff. And one of one of the links, it says, uh, did the Catholic Church rewrite history? <laughs> I completely could understand that, right? Like, that's the most powerful religion in the world. It is. And, and I guess that's like why I come back to... Um, there were probably a bunch when, of fucking heathens, and that's why the Catholic Church <laughs> wanted everybody to forget about them. And make sure to give at least 10% of your earnings Dude, to the church. I, I struggle um, with that no shit. No matter what. No they probably what. want the pre-tax 10% too. Uh, yes, actually. It, it is supposed <laughs> to be based fuck? off of your gross. It's not supposed to be based <laughs> off Some bullshit. They get a $20 bill off of me. That's that's They're having a good week. <laughs> um, which, speaking of that, like I thought it was funny, and a lot of people commented on this, but uh, there's a clip out there where Trump was at um, church, and you see him put in like a $20 bill into the offering. Um, and I was just thinking to myself when I saw that, because like a lot of the comments said like oh look he's good like he you know he's he's giving he's giving uh to the church and everything and um obviously my mind went to like but you're worth how much and that's all you're giving <laughs> 20 bucks true true <laughs> but, but then at the same time it's it's based on like your heart and everything so uh in Christian aside from breakdown right like yes catholicism you're going to be looked down upon but there are a lot of Catholics that use their money to get power and people tend to, these churches tend to kind of favor these people and make them feel important and, well, and it's a fucking game and that should have your, your, you know, you got divorced. Oh, you know, just throw us another couple hundred bucks. We'll, we'll make everybody forget about it. Aside from that, for sure. Uh, the other, I mean, that's even in Christian of- churches. True, look at those mega churches. Um but the other side that I was thinking of and it kind of goes along the same thought process that I had before, but um you you were saying like they like to control because of money. But what what is also another saying that's out there of uh knowledge is power? So if they're withholding certain knowledge, so like let's say the Tartarian Empire was a real thing, yeah, and it just got leaked, so to speak. Um, but if they're withholding knowledge, then they also still have the power. Or, you know, if they make you uh, believe a certain thing through teachings, then they still also have power over you. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know where, no, where that, else I was going. That's fair. Other than that's fair. I no, can, I see yeah, where yeah. flat earthers get their like. Don't listen to uh, your history books that you're reading from. Um, I mean, I still think it's uh, crock full of shit. But um, the whole idea behind it, like they're either withholding um, information. It, it's it's still a power move. Now. <coughs> The only area that I could make sense of them withholding this information is that this empire was like overly powerful 
and they were very intelligent and maybe they had technology that they did not want shared. It was kind of close to the Roman Empire, right? Like, but Roman Empire was definitely earlier than yes. what this is saying. But it could have it could have existed during the Roman Empire. Could have, yeah. But it, we don't know, right? But that's the only thing that I can think of. And part of the 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 point that a lot of these videos and conspiracy theorists make is that they had a very uh, advanced building style and that they had buildings that were very modern beyond their time and that these there are these buildings getting unearthed in these areas that don't follow like typical Russian historical buildings, Asian historical buildings, Eastern European, Northeastern European traditional buildings that don't fit into those and it's like not just one it's multiple yeah into the era or the building styles architectural styles but see that's where like i would end up not agreeing fully in in terms of uh what they're saying as to like they were ahead of their time um the other saying goes like history repeats itself um, because no, the, uh, the them they weren't necessarily saying they were ahead of their time. They were saying that they were different. I was saying that I could see them withholding the the history of them if they had advances or they had technology technological knowledge that the countries that surrounded the the civilization did not want getting out to the west. Okay, so then that that makes me I I didn't chuckle audibly, but I was um chuckling on the inside cuz that's another thing that a lot of people bring up in terms of um like why God put the the first flood of Noah um yes. into play yes. because they were too big for their bridges. They were thinking that they were um essentially better than God and um like a, I'm more doing a like a not a synopsis but I, I'm break, like yeah. trying to break it down as as uh, small as possible um but the, the reason it made me laugh and why I was even pointing out like you know history repeats itself like if they were technicolog technicolog technical Wow, why can't I? That's a hard technologically, one to say right. technologically advanced uh, for their time, um, and the fact that there was another flood to wipe them out. Like it's to me, it's uh, too coincidental. <laughs> no, it it is interesting. And back to your point that there is historical proof. If you've ever been to like a lake, right, you can see water lines on mm-hmm. these rocks that are around the lake right Mm -hmm. they're usually like large rocks at some point you can see like water lines in these areas right and this is this is on a lake crazy i mean this could even be on like lake havasu if you've i'm pretty sure everybody in the u.s has heard of lake havasu city or lake havasu lake havasu um and that's that was a man-made lake not that long ago Mm -hmm. and you can see water lines Right. So it didn't have to, it doesn't happen 
like water levels adjust even on lakes, right? Because it's all driven by dams. Man-made lakes are driven by dams generally and the control of water. So seeing water lines halfway up a fucking mountain, you can you can see mountains with water lines that aren't just like a short portion where it's like, oh, maybe there's water that flowed across there and then it broke it down. No, they, you can see this shit going a decent ways. So there is proof and you don't have to be super intelligent. But you know what that means? That era was very hot and all the ice melted. Yes. Because how water just doesn't flood everything without there being a cause of it, right? It doesn't just right. water and then what the fuck happens to it? It just all evaporated and went to all the aliens. <laughs> or the aliens saved us because they sucked the up all the fucking water. I was going to bring up the the conspiracy that uh you know there's in most of the mountains that's got like a decent amount of petrified wood. Yes. Are all giants? Have you seen that theory? No. So they have the same like water lines that you can kind of find um but also the sediment or the rock faces are not the same as most rock services, but that they come off more as petrified wood. And then a lot of uh, theorists say that they're actually giants that died. And uh, like the uh, vegetation just grew around them and made it, made them invisible. <laughs> what the fuck? So to speak. So they were mummified by vegetation. Right. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> what? Like, I, I, I mean, said, it, it's some crazy theories out there that, uh, like, when you brought this up, I was like, oh, this could be a fun episode to just talk about it, random ass. <laughs> I have to say. This whole idea of like a civilization being there and then like it was just dis- it was removed from the history books. That sounds easier to do than some of these other theories, right? Like some of this other shit, it's just like, holy shit, dude. You want to like, no wonder you're single. Like Jesus <laughs> Christ. Like your brain, you're missing a chromosome or you're missing a few chromosomes, right? Like something's, something's, going on in your head that isn't quite making sense or some of them are just far fucking fetched right now i think they're in all conspiracy theories there is some truth to what they say there's some how that truth gets twisted yeah it's how the truth gets twisted right like well like we were saying of, go ahead oh i was gonna say like like we were saying it, it's a lot of like how how can i make this fit my narrative that i want to go forward yeah in terms of the conspiracy theories like a ufo everybody's like oh my god ufo aliens no what's ufo stand for unidentified flying object it has nothing to fucking do with aliens i mean it could but it could just be an unidentified fucking flying object that no one knows what it is because like that one balloon Right. The one from China? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. But how the fuck did it make it from Canada all the way to like Kansas in the US and no one fucking like noticed it? Like, come on, we have NORAD that like 
fucking freaks out if if a plane's flying in the wrong area. Like how the, something weird happened there, right? Like, yeah, the, it made it all the way from fucking Western Canada all the way to fucking Kansas. That is a trek for a fucking hot air balloon, a glorified yeah. hot air balloon. And the, there's that whole conspiracy. Well, they, they thought it was the weather there. service. No, fuck that. The weather service <laughs> tells them to. Well, there's the conspiracy that uh, our chief... It is government workers, though. You never know. <laughs> right. But, but that our, our chief um, allowed it. That that was one of those conspiracies that were floating around for that one. Bro's dementia is so strong, he probably thought he was a kid again, and he's like, oh, fucking hot air balloon. That's so cool. <laughs> He's the guy from Up. Jesus. Carl. I mean, I, I'm all. I think hot air balloons are pretty cool too. I have no desire to be on one. Not that this was a hot air balloon. It was a little more advanced than that, but right. still, it's a fucking. It's a glorified hot air balloon flying around, and Those no one fucking space balloons are crazy. They are. They are cool, like the, um, the ones that can go super high altitude. Um. Because that's not regular rubber. They have to use other materials to put that together. I'm not right? sure. I don't know about those. There, There's, I mean, that's if they're actually going there, though, Devo. True, and not getting hit by the firmament and uh, falling back down. I don't fucking know, dude. I, I don't. I, there, yeah. We could just <laughs> hop so, down. Like, every, God, there's dude, a, there's like, a conspiracy theory for every conspiracy theory. The one of the other ones that I, I ran into was um, that the moon. I mean, there's still people that feel like the moon isn't real, and that we only see one side of the moon, and that is the moon is uh, like when you look at the craters and everything that is on the moon is just a reflection of um uh of how our earth looks. And I was like, when you look at a picture of the moon, yes, you, your yeah, this mirror only brain shows is black gonna... and white. Huh? That mirror only shows fucking black and white. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it, yes, your brain can imagine like seeing the different countries and everything outlined on the moon, but that's just your brain kind of like putting familiarity to what you're actually looking at like it's, it's not it's like when you're looking at a cloud you're not seeing a, a rabbit you're seeing what may look like a rabbit but it's it's not it's just like your brain is like oh i don't understand what that looks like it kind of looks like a rabbit so i'm gonna call it that it looks like a rabbit yeah and it, so talking about the moon one of the most interesting theories that i heard recently is that there's not just one moon that we have two moons orbiting around us. Have you seen that one? Not even. Or is, is it still along the lines of um, flat Earth, or is it along the no. like for what you well, saw? Uh, it, it it kind of I, I could see that because uh, flat Earthers will say because we've all seen the moon during the day, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's happened at some point in time. Like the moon but isn't then, orbiting around us. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> If, but you can see the moon at night all the time, right? Have you ever uh -huh. not been able to see the, the moon part. at night? Yeah. If you can see like it during the day, how is it on the opposite side of the Earth? 
I, I feel like there has been a couple times where I haven't seen the moon at night, though. That's because trees are blocking it. No, a certain time of night. Like, oh, interesting. Like, it, I don't, it I has can't, its own remember dusk and dawn or whatever. Uh, but what do you mean, dusk and dawn? Like, since it's orbiting around us, like, it's gonna go over the apex as to where we can't see it. Yeah, at some point it will disappear, but it's generally mm-hmm. not at night. But it, I mean, it can be. It, it can. It, it changes its location, right? Like, but I could see there being multiple moons that we don't necessarily know about, even though our satellites. They say the orbit. moon, but why couldn't it be two moons? Because if you're if you're looking at the moon, right, with a telescope, you see the moon, and it's a bunch of white shit with a bunch of fucking craters, right? Mm-hmm. And then. You rotate around again, and you or you look at it again. It looks the fucking same because it's a white thing with a bunch of fucking craters. It's not like you can measure the size of it. You can guess, but I I, I could see there being two moons. I I don't have a problem with that. That doesn't so bother then, me. Did you also see that video of um the person like pointing out we? The pictures that we have is only on the bright side of the moon, like the, from the moon to the earth. Uh, yes. Which I do Which wonder makes... why it hasn't anyone tried to take a picture on the dark side of the moon. But at the same uh, time, it would probably be just pretty dark. Like you wouldn't yeah. be able to see much. Yeah, if you're on the dark side of the moon, the sun never hits it. Okay, so then that's my question because uh, that was the other spot out out of outside of like it looks just like a reflection of the Earth um, and how our countries are shaped and everything. But doesn't the moon also like spin? No, so that was another argument that it doesn't have a gra- gravitational pull of its own, and it doesn't spin; it stays static around ours. <clears throat> I don't it still understand. Orbits it. the Earth, though, because it the, Earth the, Earth. the Earth is the one. Yeah, because the Earth is it's the, the one Earth's that's gravitational pull that's pulling it in. Yeah, and that's why because the Earth's gravitational pull is stronger than the uh, Sun's gravitational pull on the Moon, hence why the Moon doesn't get impacted by the sun. Does that make sense? Because I, I because would the imagine distance that the earth still spins just not at as high of a rate. That's my argument. Yeah, and what the fuck like does spin rate is that what creates a gravitational pull because if I spin a ball really does. fast it doesn't mean that does it though? Does the sun spin? So when you have like a bottle of water and you have a certain amount of water in there okay. and you spin the bottle, okay, it's going to keep the water at the, at the one end. But it's not keeping like if you put a bean on the table or a grain of rice on the table, it doesn't necessarily keep the rice around it. That's true. You get what I'm saying? So, but, I, I I, but that's because of we like vortexes and stuff like. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. No, I get what you're saying. I don't know. I I don't understand it fully. Um, but then again, so 
talking about that because people are like, oh, you don't know, so you can't say, right? Well, I don't know because I don't have enough time in my lifetime to fully understand it. And I have to choose something I want to be good at. Right? <laughs> like I only have I only have fucking we're gonna just assume I live the, the average, which is like eighty years, right? <laughs> I only have eighty years to have to get good at a few things. I, I can't get good at like fucking figuring out shit that's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of miles away. Well, not let alone that it's still considered theoretical, right? Like, yeah, yeah, so to speak. Not, not that no one has. I, I, I still am conflicted with um, us landing on the moon. I think we did, but I don't think the fucking it was all documented the way that the, it was because it yeah. was a live feed. Like, there's no way that it, at that time it was a live feed. I mean, who the fuck knows, dude? I, I don't know. I mean, if you think back, just not even going back that far, right? Like the F-16, you're familiar with that jet? Mm-hmm. The computer on that, that, that jet had like, I think it had 16 megabytes of memory. Which is like nothing. Right. It literally it was, that's, nothing. That's less than what we had for MP3 players back in the day. Yes. That that uh, 16 megabyte megabytes of memory could support three songs from 1999. Mhm. So that is just insane, right? What they were able to do with almost nothing was pretty incredible cuz you could have missile lock with something like with that little uh, well, power, it's, that's its only job, right? Well, it's it's like, it's air to air and then surface air to uh, surface to air. Well, air to surface. It could it could. But, but, but I'm yes. saying in terms of computing power, like that's its only job. It's it wasn't doing Al- any well, al- altitude. Other, yeah, altitude. Um, it, it had speed, air speed. It had to control the the jets. There, it wasn't like so, that simple. So then, what are your thoughts on um, since we had brought it up? Kind of, um, do you think we truly, especially going on uh, like knowledge is power, uh, government slash you know the higher. Uh, pe- the people that are higher up on the totem pole are keeping stuff from us in terms of knowledge. Do you really think that we lost the technology and that's why we haven't been back? No, or... I think it's that the, the uber rich, I mean, the more likely theory is that the uber rich don't want the rest of us to know. So then like the, like what would be Elon considered Musk, like the new world order kind of shit. Uh huh. They don't want us to know so that they can continue making money off of lesser technology and then slowly gain it, improve technology so that... You heard that uh, Musk wants to almost create his own little, like, island or whatever you want to call it on on the moon, right? Well, it's hard to have an island without a fucking without water but yes 
I mean, yeah, I know. I was thinking of like vacation spots. <laughs> and I guess I put him with Epstein. That's horrible. My bad. Could you imagine that fucking place? <laughs> it's going to be cheap as shit to get like sand for your kid to play with. But getting water and food is going to be like ridiculous. <laughs> We're going to have fucking Seems instead of thing. you're going to have fucking cargo spaceships. <laughs> Oh, what was it? Uh, it was in the same era. You said a lot of shit, though, that you're just like, okay, yeah, that's cool, but it's not going to happen in our lifetime. Well, and, and we've talked about him before, where like more of our respect to him is that he finds and also has the money to fund the people that are smart enough to take care of it. Like He has yeah. these abstract ideas that he's able to convey, at least, um, to someone else so that they can get the work done. It yes. wasn't him that actually put together how Tesla was going to do, uh, how, yeah, how it was going to run outside of business-wise. He's a non-intellectual great mind. Right. I don't think he's that smart. No, he's... In terms of, like, I don't think he's IQ smart. But he's odd enough for people to he, listen to but he has you like crazy I mean? ideas that you're just like that idea is crazy enough to actually work it's like steve jobs yeah he wasn't like the crazy brains behind the operation it was more of like hey i have this idea do you think we can get to it yeah i mean and you you have that argument that yeah you don't have to be that smart to have good ideas because the people that can come up with the way to make that idea work aren't smart enough to think of the idea. Mm-hmm. You need creative thinkers. Yeah, absolutely. To, be able to make something that's um, transcendent of what your modern world is. Agreed. Like, I'm smarter because people came up with problems that I never knew to think of. Yes. And it's 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 just solving these problems that I don't know. I mean it it does trip me up that like like I understand math, right? But then when you break it down, you're like, who the fuck came up with math? Because it's not just like arithmetic, right? Like two plus two. If you have two pounds and you add two pounds, it's four pounds. No, this this shit like you get into calculus. Who the fuck? came up with that like this dude was like fucking delusional he probably got hung for his ideas because he was so crazy well and And even with like and that shit einstein yeah what the fuck einstein uh what is it something of relativity right yeah Uh, why can't i concept of of relativity squared yeah uh yes why can i not think of what that actually means right now E equals mc squared, which is energy equals mass times. Oh, Jesus! But someone's like, listening to this like you fucking ridiculously unintellectual people. <laughs> I was thinking of an R word that didn't include uh-huh. ridiculously, and I had uh-huh. to save myself. Right, right, right. Um, but like for Einstein. To figure out those types of equations that he did, 
he had to have at least an abstract mind, but also an intellect. Like, that's why we call those people geniuses. Yeah. You know? No, completely. And look at, like, uh, what was the guy from Brilliant Mind? Oh. Nash. What? Nash. Uh, I can't remember his first name. Russell Crowe. Yeah. His last name is Nash. The only reason I remember Nash is there's an economic theory of a Nash equilibrium, meaning that, like, a decision made by... uh, That if... If two people have a decision that, or two groups have a decision that both can make a decision that benefit both groups, there, there's a there's a beneficial outcome that can happen. <clears throat> Where there's only one logical outcome to a scenario, dealing with two separate groups. And do you have to take into consideration the outliers? The um, it, I mean, I'm, economics, economics historically assumes logical thinking or, um, okay. Everybody so, thinks lo- basically logically. So there's no emotion involved okay. in the, the thought process. Okay. Like basically you're, you're, so I wasn't sure if that, yeah, I wasn't sure if that, um, was calculated in, you know, it, no, I mean, it, you, yeah. You take like a a complex formula and you make it 20 times more complex or thousands times more complex just trying to bring in the fucking human mind. (laughs) Because who would think, you know, you fucking throw a vegan on an island of pigs uh, and who would be able to predict that they wouldn't fucking eat because they won't eat a pig? You get desperate enough. You for sure will. Fuck, dude. Yes, I agree. Um, but it's, these fuckers comes into play, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man, but <laughs> if if you guys want to hop down an interesting rabbit hole, definitely check out Tartary, Tartary. I don't know. Tartary, the Tartarian Tart- empire. Yes. Check it out. It's interesting. So it's, it's a fun one. Um, if you have any questions about conspiracy theories, or if you want us to talk about one that you came up with, you saw, I don't fucking know, but uh, hit us up. We we'd love to hear about it because we'll we'll check it out and we'll uh, we'll go we'll talk down about some it. deep dives in terms yeah. of our our thoughts on it. Or just don't get um, mad at us if we have a different opinion than you, because we're gonna true. tell our opinion. Yeah, we try and look at it both sides, but you never fucking know. <laughs> but we're with that, unpredictable. <laughs> Because we're humans, right? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Because we have emotions. (laughs) So with that all being said, thank you for listening. And as always, keep it neat, friends. Woo!